All right, Just Outside Podcast, special guest today with me and Mike. Very special. We've been huge. huge. Yeah, we've been waiting on this guy for a minute. So I'm happy we we can finally sit down with him. But we got a, you know, a TO legend, Brampton legend, one of the it's funny, one of the pregame fit gods. We see, so we see we see you out there also. (laughs) And uh, I hear I hear he enjoys the the Qatar weather in November, December. So I think him and his dogs got some work to do over there next year. Uh, but we're excited, man. We got Jonathan Zoria joining us. Also, how you been, brother? Yeah, man, good, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, I seen you guys having uh, a couple of my other guys on the show. And <laughs> yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been seeing those. So uh, yeah, man, it's cool. It's cool to be. Uh, it's cool to be on here with you guys. Oh, we appreciate it, bro. We appreciate you taking the time, man. But we're seeing you're kind of enjoying your holidays right now. We saw you away for a bit, bro. Where um, are you enjoying the off season? Your little downtime right now? Yeah, good, man. I'm just trying to enjoy it. Um, I went to Cabo, uh, Los Cabos in Mexico with uh, my lady and um, just tried to get away for a week and enjoy that. So yeah, um, it was good, man. I, I needed it. I needed it. Yeah. It was a recharge. And uh, now, now, now I'm back. I'm back home just enjoying um, the time off scene, catching up with people, seeing yeah. family. Um, and of course, back in now getting trying to get back to work getting back to 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 fitness so that uh, i'm ready for um you know uh what's coming in 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 january because it's uh, i think it's it's a quick turnaround man i i didn't realize how quick it was until actually i got back from cabo so um nah other than that just just enjoying it do you usually get away in the off season at least for a couple weeks just to forget about football for a bit and just kind of regroup yeah, I, I try to get away for at least a week yeah. um, every year. Last year, I couldn't, obviously, with, with everything yeah. that was happening. Um, you know, I actually had a trip planned and had to cancel that because yeah. of all the, the quarantine and everything. So, um, but no, this year, I was lucky. Luckily, we were, um, we were able to get away. I always try to take one week away from the city yeah. and everything. And then, you know, on a beach or something, uh, preferably, and then. And then also one week just here to chill before see, before see I get back into it. Stuff like that, yeah. So any plans for the holidays? You just chilling before you wrap things no, up? No, chilling, chilling yeah. fam, family, same, yeah, same as good. always. You know, I think the it's it's a time of the year you you, you got to spend with your family. So of course, of course, I, I always enjoy with my family, and and yeah, I'll be here. No problem. Do you find it like hard to like in that first week to switch off and not like think about football and training? Um. Nah, I don't think so. Especially, honestly, not so much because, um, it's you know, every year is different, and you know sometimes you end on a high. This year you end on a low. Uh, so, uh, me being, I think I've played pretty pretty long now that I know how to switch off right away. Yeah, you know, you just you 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 stay away from the game. And as much as I love football and, and people, you know, that know me will tell you, like, I, I'll watch, I'll watch football every day. If I can, mm-hmm. if there's a game on, I'll watch. And if I can, I'm going to watch. But at the same time, it's important to, I think, you know, uh, distance yourself from the game a little bit. Cause yeah. what you go through in the year is, is so much it's football is so highs and lows, man. Yeah. It, 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 it does a lot to your, to, you know, to your, to your mind and you, you need that space i think for me personally i need that space to get away at least for a week and 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 then a week uh another week for my body to just right. get back, you know 
recover from everything, from all the little bumps and bruises from, from the season so that I can start fresh in the new year. So obviously you guys have been having this amazing run with uh, Canada soccer uh, this past year, but kind of take us back bro, for your debut. You debuted in 2013. Talk, talk to us about the debut and kind of the journey you've been on with this group uh, over the last few years, man, with Canada soccer. Yeah, so my debut, yeah, was uh, 2013. Um, funny enough, it was in Edmonton at Commonwealth Stadium where I played yeah. just my last game now. And, um, uh, yeah, I remember I came on as a substitute for, I think, Dunfield, Terry Dunfield. No, Sam Piet, Sam Piet. And, um, so I came on for Sammy Piet. And yeah, I was young. I was young at the time. I think I was 20, 20 years old, um, which is crazy because Sam Piet was even younger. younger. Sam was like, I think he's 93. I think he's all right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was cool, man. I came on against Costa Rica. I was playing in the middle beside Julian the Guzman, which was, which was pretty cool for me. You yeah. know, like, uh, that's a legend. Um, that's a, just an all time legend in, in Canada soccer, you know, and, he made a name for himself in Europe and everything. So that was, that was cool. And we lost the game, I think, uh, or I think it was tied one, one or something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a great moment for me. And with everything going on now, it's, it's just crazy where, how far the, the program in Canada soccer has come because when I started there, man, I was, I was, you know, obviously happy to get my cap and everything, but going to camps like that, like going into camps, young at a younger stage in my career it was i don't want to say a holiday for me if you know me i took it always professional in the yeah. in way to like try to you know start winning but i think the mentality was wrong uh, uh, in the program and and it was a little bit of a losing mentality and and mm-hmm. uh, not 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 to the fault of the players or to anybody specifically i just think that's where canada soccer was at the time yeah, there was like a lot of talent there wasn't a professional league. There wasn't a system in place to, yeah, to, to develop players. And I'm sure just, you're, I'm sure you're seeing a lot of different guys coming in and out of those camps. Probably saw hundreds of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many, so many guys, different camps, so many different call-ups. It, it, it was, I had a little, a lot of different coaches too. There wasn't really yeah. a, a coach that was there. So yeah, I've had a, I've had a journey with the national team too. There was a time where I was out of the national team yeah. for, for, you know reasons I won't even go into, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it's it's been a journey. I'm I'm just happy to be a part of it now because it's yeah. an ex- it's an exciting time. You know, exciting time. And honestly, the we haven't even hit, we're not even close to hitting our ceiling. Like yeah. there's there's just so much to look forward to. So it's it's exciting. Oh, it's exciting, man. How is it for like obviously you got you yourself like the Neil. You guys have been around that the sea. Like how was that moment in the moments like at BMO? We had against uh, who's that? You guys from Panama, and then uh, obviously in Edmonton, man. So kind of talk about those experiences you've had. Those yeah, great, great atmospheres in Canada. We probably have never seen the men's side. We haven't seen it, and I've been lucky. I got to be at BMO for that. It was just like, bro, it was crazy. Yo, it was amazing. It was amazing, honestly. And um, you know, it was the kind of thing that gives you the kind of game that gives you kind of chills and goosebumps because mm-hmm. you sense the change you sensed it in the Panama and the Panama game, you can sense the, the game, yeah. the game was changing and yeah. the, the, the feeling of the sport was changing for, for the people in this country. I mean, you saw now like people that aren't really like football fans, they're getting behind us. 
like the whole country yeah and we're turning people into football like we're getting people excited about football and 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 I think that's the great part, you know, and, and, and it's amazing. You know, I, I had a big role to play in that game against Panama and, 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 and so I saw it from within the field and, and I felt it and, and it was nice to play in that game. The, the, we, we kind of felt like a pressure that we had to win this game. Yeah, too. That, was, that was nice to feel. That was nice different, feel. right? Yeah. I'm sure for you guys, yeah. you enjoy that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the pressure sometimes, you know, when you get a lot of pressure, some people it gets to them, but, but I think for us, we 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 kind of wanna we wanna feel this pressure because it means you're good. It means you mm-hmm. have expectations. Yeah. When you play with no pressure, that means nobody expects nothing from you. Exactly. Nobody, you're not really there yet. You know, yeah. whether 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 you are a good team or not, but people are not giving you that pressure, then yeah, you're not at that stage yet. You you haven't made it yet in a sense. But we felt it. We we knew we had to win this game and. And we started off, you know, it started off bad. They, they scored yeah. in the five minutes. So, like, to come, overcome all of that and then see the fans get a, get behind us was, Bro, it was, was incredible. Sick. That was sick, man. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it now. But obviously looking forward now to January. You guys obviously have two big games away. But how, how excited are you for that big, um, that big game against U.S.? Obviously, it's been a big rivalry over the last few years and, forever long but to have that big game at home i'm sure the fans will be going crazy again how excited are you for that with the group yeah super exciting like that's our that's our rivalry game that's like you know you know man like the, the u.s has always kind of looked down on us in in, yeah, in, bro. in, in football and, and everything really but everything yeah in, in football and and rightly so mm-hmm. uh, i'm not gonna argue you know that the u.s history in football is is way more than what we have but but what I'll say, oh, in the present day, we, we we caught up. If not, we passed them, and and uh, we're, we're right there with them. I think, and, and and they're still growing. They're still they're they're becoming a very you know they have really good players and everything. Yeah. They're a very good team. So to say that um, you know is 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 great to say as a Canadian, and and it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a cold game again. You know, yeah. we, we saw that in, Edm- in Edmonton. It was it was it was cold, huh? At least for the Mexico game. The Costa Rica game was not yeah, too bad. Yeah, I heard it wasn't too bad for that, yeah. The coldest game you've, you've played in? The Mexico? Yeah, probably coldest and hardest uh, because of the conditions. I, I, I did play in a really cold game, uh, uh, CONCACAF Champions League against Colorado. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Was, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was minus 16. Uh, it was like the one of the coldest games recorded, but I think this game was also got to minus sixteen as well, and it was different because the turf made it I think yeah. worse. So uh, yeah, I was like, it it was it was tough, man. It was tough. <laughs> and I was trying I, to think about what was that game, Keith? Remember the MLS final, MLS Cup, that first year against yeah. Seattle, lost in the PKs. That was a cold ass day. That was a cold one was cold too. too. That was very cold at that game. Yeah. Uh, that was colder than the 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 game the next year the the final the next yeah year. no it wasn't as bad that year yeah they we were there for top, both moved it earlier to like four p.m. yeah it wasn't as bad yeah yeah so it was uh yeah that one was pretty bad the Colorado one was worse though <laughs> Colorado one was because it was there was snow oh, yeah I remember seeing snow yeah got there was guys beards they had icicles on their beards. <laughs> I'm not kidding I'm not kidding man. That's oh, crazy. I've had icicles on their beards. 
um yeah crazy in edmonton it was just as cold like honestly just as cold and the turf made it worse so worse yeah it probably, probably harder to play in edmonton um because when that turf freezes man it's 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 hard and it's, different it's game hard. bro but you know i like that i like that we put the we you know, made the mexicans kind of uncomfortable in bro, these need, conditions yeah so. i feel like canada soccer needed to start doing that because it's been happening yeah. to you guys when you go down there all the time all those different countries yeah right? exactly exactly so it was good i think it's a good mentality to have now that we have at the program and you know i give credit to the coach for doing that um john herdman and 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 yeah, man, it, it, it's going good. I'm, I'm excited for that game in Hamilton. Uh, yeah, you know, I expect it to be, you know, just just as good and uh, as it was in, in Edmonton. Well, they sold out in like 15 minutes or something like that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. They they the pre-sale they sold out. Uh, yeah, wild. Which is crazy. So you know, I hope you know. Obviously, things are are getting crazy around here and around the world. I know, I know, bro. Again, I but um. I hope by then, you know, hopefully it gets better. Uh, there's still some time, and hopefully it can be a, a full stadium. Full stadium, yeah. We're hoping, bro. We're hoping. But um, moving on to uh, to Toronto and TFC, bro. Let's talk about uh, this season. I know you haven't been a part of too many um, down years. Well, maybe you have a few of them uh, with TFC, but kind of talk about this year, the kind of the difficulties you guys kind of had. Obviously, being away, having to be away in Florida with COVID, going on talk about that um that situation for you yeah so obviously this year was a tough one for the club um you know i i don't want to i don't want to make excuses and and you know because even the mentality when we were away was you know we're away but that doesn't matter football is football when you're on the pitch everything you know everything all those things that affect you needs to get out of your head and your your focus is winning that game but I will say that um, it did have an effect no matter how hard we tried. You know, we were away in Orlando. That's a lot of people man. living out of a hotel. Some, yeah, some, I was going to say, some guys were probably had to be in hotels. Most guys were in the hotel, especially in the beginning. Most yeah. was in the hotel. Then, you know, Toronto FC, they are, you know, Toronto FC is a great club for, for yeah. you know, doing everything they can to make the players feel comfortable and, and they did a great job with that. Um, you know, there's no doubt about it. They got guys' houses for for families. They brought we brought are yeah. able to bring families down and or your girlfriend or whoever. And, oh, yeah. But still, even then, there were still a lot of guys that were without their family for the whole time, and just you know, being kind of it was a little bit of an uncomfortable situation, not being able to be at home. Yeah. Um, Especially you know, with the unknown. At that time, you didn't really, we didn't know much about, especially the first wave of COVID. You didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like thrown down there like that. Yeah. Yeah, there was a whole COVID anxiety, even though in Florida, it, it was like it didn't exist. Yeah. Which kind of helped in a way, kind of. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, like there is normal life. Normal life, like, still exists, you know, but. But at the same time, yeah, there's like a, there's a lot of unknowns. So there's a lot of stuff off the field that was happening, new players and everything, yeah. and a new coach, a new playing style. Yeah, I think there was just so much that uh, that to deal with that it, it it was too much in the end, and and yeah, it didn't work out. But yeah. um, a good experience for me personally, you know, you you take the bad the the hard experiences and you learn the most from them. So of course, um, so for me. 
you know, I tried to just keep keep my head down, keep working, and it was nice to go with the national team. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm sure that was a good, like, for mentally, too, I'm sure it was good here for Here and there, it was nice, nice mental break away from what was happening in uh, Toronto FC, and um, yeah, man, tough year. We got back home, you know, it was nice to yeah. be back home with fans, so that was nice, um, and yeah. Anyway, a, a year to forget, but yeah, uh, or yeah. a year to um, put to the past and mm. not forget, maybe learn from. And exactly. I'm just, I'm excited now. I think uh, you know, Chelsea being the club that they are, they, they, another year like that is is totally unacceptable and, yeah. and won't happen. You know, I mean, a year like that is unacceptable. To, but to 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 not change it right away is 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 not even an option. So I know exactly. they've already made changes, and I I I, I think. You know, I feel that it's it's going to be for the better, and and I think the club will be back to where, where where it was the last you know five where five. Six, could be, six, yeah. Have you ever been, have you been able to sit down and talk with the coach yet? Have you just been with your off season, just dealing with your own personal stuff? I've seen him around. He, he, yeah. he, he I've seen him around the facility. Um, I've been going in and I've spoken to him a bit, and uh, he just seems like a hardworking guy. He's 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 uh, he's determined to to turn this around and and. I mean, he's very accomplished. So yeah, you know, he's, CV. Like he, yeah, he seems like he's a he's a very hard worker because I see him there all the time. He's always around, and 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 you know, seems like he take a day off. So I know they're working hard uh, to they'll be working hard to change this to turn this around. Oh, so take us back, bro. Take us back to where it started for you in uh, in Brampton. You grew up. It's yeah, I mean, I I grew up in uh, like in Toronto, North York area, yeah. and then I moved to Brampton when I was like uh, six years old. But yeah, so how, how does the game start for you? Obviously, we know, uh, or for people that don't know, immigrant parents, Colombian parents. How is that growing up? Three, and there's three of you, your two of your brothers. Yeah, yeah, it's me yeah. and my younger brothers. So how does and, football start for you guys? Yeah, man, just from from my father, obviously being a Colombian. In Colombia, football is the sport down there. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you know, football is, is the thing. And, and so my father loved football and he, you know, he played. He didn't get to play professionally or anything, but he he played. And so us going to his games and everything, and he kind of just, you know, put that, put that, put that on us, put the sport yeah. on. We fell in love with it at a pretty young age. And, um, and yeah, man, that's, you know, that that's how it started. And, and then, um, yeah, I, I I started. I was mostly playing futsal, like in Driftwood. The, the yeah, Spanish, yeah, that's the, right. yeah. The, the Toronto Spanish League, uh, futsal league. And then um, when I was twelve years old, was the first time I, I decided to play. Uh, join uh, like a, a rep team. Rep team. Okay. And so I joined Brampton Youth, uh, and that was my first time really playing uh, eleven v eleven. Yeah, twelve at years that, old. At that oh, that's late. Yeah, it's kind of late. Yeah, kind of, kind of late. Like I, I had played eleven v eleven before, but like at, at that level, About, uh, yeah, that was my first time really trying because crazy. I, yeah, because it's crazy. I took some time off at the time. I was going to a school where uh, my friends, all my friends, play baseball. True, they're they're baseball guys, and me, I didn't want to be left out. So I, I told my parents, mm. I want to play baseball. You know, I want to play with my friends, and so. <laughs> There was a time in the summers I was playing. I was playing baseball. I played for like three three years. Uh, I was playing baseball, and then in the winters playing futsal. 
And then finally at 12 years old, I was like, ah, you know, you choose, yeah. I'm, I said, I'm lying to myself. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I did the home runs and you're like, nah, <laughs> I, need to, I need to get back into football. And um, so, yeah, that's when I tried out for Brampton. I didn't expect to make the, there's the A team and the B team. And to be honest, my dad was like, if you don't make the A team, it's okay. Like this is the, this actually is the best team in your age group. So like, uh, if you don't make this team, don't worry. You play on the B team, and and you know you work you work hard and you get better. Yeah. Okay, no problem. And I did the tryout, and I I made the A team right away. So yeah. it, it, that was Crazy. that was. I think that's when my dad and and yeah. me. I was a kid. I was just playing. You know, yeah. I, didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about oh, like I have something here and mm-hmm. whatever. But my dad, I think at that point was like okay, like I think like he's been away for so long. Not not really played at V eleven. He comes and tries out, and he yeah, makes it. There, makes there, the best I, team. Yeah. I think I think you know there's there's something there, and so, and yeah, man, that's that's where that's really where it all started. started. When you said like you didn't really know, like when was the moment or the age where you were like, yo, I'm I'm good at this. I'm nice at this. I can make this a thing. Yeah, I, I would say, mm, I would say like around. 15 years old, like 14 years old. Um, You know, I I saw myself improving every year. Mm -hmm. And then 15 years old, I made a decision um, because, you know, Brampton youth, we were winning so much. We had the best players. Yeah. And then at that point, the the coach started recruiting, like the best players in the region of the GTA. So we were so good. And I was like, you know, I want to challenge myself, you know, like, and, and there was this, this coach I met on 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 an off season in the winter. I was doing like little extra training with him. Came from Argentina, Juan Cruz Real. So he came and he was coaching our age group, and and he had accepted to coach my age group in in Clarkson, Mississauga Clarkson. Yeah, Mississauga Clarkson at the time wasn't a great team, uh, but they had started to recruit some players from the Oakville team that was good. Yeah, and so they were they were getting they were, they were recruiting a lot of good players, and I. I only went for the training because this guy was one of the first guys to be training us like five times a, a week plus a game. Jeez, okay. And no, nobody was really doing that. Like Brampton, we're, we're training like twice a week and playing, you know, like, mm-hmm. but we are just so good that we would go to the games and win anyway. Yeah. But um, this guy was serious about training and training every day. So I joined his team and, and very quickly, I was improving very, very quickly. And like, um that's that's when i realized i was like okay like i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna commit myself and i think i can i think i have a chance to make it professionally you know yeah. well, I, even back then i remember with you soccer you hear about teams and players and i remember hearing about that clarkson team yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Just, you just hear about who the great brand i remember hearing about that coach too man so it's crazy crazy so how did you end up in um in your way so yeah so playing for clarkson so this coach had um connections in argentina because he played mm. from argentina and he played professionally in argentina and colombia and there was another guy at the club uh george armour who was big in uruguay like huge back back in the day yeah. a big player and he had connections in uruguay so there came a point actually so we actually had a like you said we had we actually ended up recruiting a really good team like players from the gta yeah. but what happened was after one year tfc makes their academy uh, okay First year of TFC Academy, yeah. 
They took all our good players. They took everyone. True, true. We, I, I, I was on that Clarkson team with uh, like Russell, Russell Tybert. Yeah, I know Russ. Was Stinson uh, there? Stinson, Stinson was there. Yeah. Like Brennan, I don't know. If Brennan McDickle. I remember Brennan. Yeah. Uh, Josh Portillo. Yeah, uh, squad, bro. That's a squad. Bro, we had a squad, and <laughs> they took all our players. Ricardo yeah. Ferreira. I don't know if you remember Ricardo. Bro, yes, what? Yes, Ricardo. I remember Ricardo. Bro, Ricardo was supposed to join our team. Yeah. Uh, for the following year, and and then he went to and then he went to TFC, and so we we didn't get to we we didn't really get to play with them, but we had a squad and they they took all of our players and then we were left with like. Me, Portillo, Josh Portillo decided not to go. Uh, he stayed, and then that's when Cavallini came. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we had a couple players still, but like we weren't, we weren't like a. Contender. Well, you could have been, yeah. And so we're like, damn. But regardless, <laughs> anyways, the the coaches um, they set up a, a South American tour for us where we get to go play some teams in Argentina and Uruguay. Yeah. So we, we got to it was, that was a sick tour, man. Like uh, yeah, I'll never forget. Um, we played against um, Independiente. Um, we played against Arsenal, and we played against River Plate. And wow. then, um, and then at the end of the Argentina trip, we got to watch Boca versus River Plate, which was what? Incredible. Oh shit, bro! Incredible, incredible, oh, amazing. And at the time, Falcao was playing for River Plate. So I was like, I became a River Plate fan. Yeah, of course. And uh, they actually lost that game 1-0. And Boca won. And uh, I'll never forget, um, you know, Raquel Me was playing. Oh, uh, Rodrigo Palacio was playing. Like, Jeez. they had the big players on both sides. Yeah. I think Alexis Sanchez was on River Plate as well. Wow. And um, I'll never forget this. So the end of the game, Boca wins 1-0. Yeah. Well, the stadium is a little bit quiet and there's the Boca, there's the away fans because they allowed away fans at the time at the top there. And um, they're singing, they're chanting. The problem is that the, the, the public, the general public can't leave the stadium until the Boca fans leave the stadium <laughs> and leave the premises. And they knew that. They knew that. That was the yeah. protocol. That was a protocol. So the Boca fans, because they won, they stayed chanting for an hour. <laughs> they stayed chanting for an hour an hour straight chanting chanting you know making fun of river play because they won the classical oh, wow. super classical and people were at the gates waiting but the police wouldn't let us wouldn't let nobody leave we had to wait one hour and that's when i that's when i fell in love with football i said this is this oh, is amazing man, man. like yeah. this this is the life you know and um crazy man yeah so they took us on that trip and i'll never forget and then we went to uruguay we played against nacional um so okay. anyways I, I i got sidetracked with nah, my, that's cool like, bro now we need those stories, love that. Anyway, that's one of the that's one of the like a thief like that, that scene that oh, derby is like the top 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 in the world yeah, yeah 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 i was blessed man i was lucky at 16 years old to, to watch that so it it, it it was crazy man and and yeah we ended up going to uruguay and playing nacional twice and that's when uh, a few of our guys got scouted and, and because of the connection we, we were able to go back down and, and try oh. out yeah the tryouts went well it was like a two-month trial and we we ended up getting signed by uh nacional amazing bro amazing. Yeah. it's crazy man those are, those are, that was your spur, first experience going out of the country to play like to south america or europe that was the first time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that was my first time i went i went when i was 17 and then um we weren't able to actually play games until i turned 18 okay and then so i was playing in the u19s there 
and um yeah great experience like a huge club huge club yeah um and and it was great to play on those teams it was it was it was a really good experience for me um what i learned was the winning mentality what what mm -hmm. it meant to to play at a club where you, where you're expected to win yeah, everything every you yeah. have to win every game that's the expectation of the club and even in the youth and mm -hmm. i think that's the biggest you know, thing I, uh, I took away from that was having that mentality now that that, that winning mentality, you know, like you, yeah. you, win every game. you have to win and that yeah. pressure to win. And I think I've kind of taken that with me, um, you know, throughout cool. my career. So dope. That's dope. And, then you came, and then you came back and then you're at the, you played in the CSL for one year, didn't you? Yeah. So I came back. So there's a long story to that, but basically i saw opportunity to uh to i wanted to play at tfc i went to the yeah, i was gonna say that was always the goal when you came back yeah. yeah so the thing is while i was down there i got called to the u20 national team okay and um so i was with the new with the u20s and my roommate was always daniel daniel ended up being my okay. roommate yeah yeah and i knew of daniel i think he knew of me i i didn't really know him at the time no. uh, um but yeah you know daniel right of course bro yeah that's my guy and um, so we find out, oh, you're from Brampton. Yeah, yeah, you play for Brampton, blah, blah, blah. So it was cool. So we clicked right away, obviously. And and, um, and then, you know, he was telling me of his experience in TFC, you know, with you, with Ash, with yeah. other guys. And um, I was like, like, damn, like, that's sick. And then he got he got signed to the first team. Yeah, and he was the first um, one. He was the first one. So I was like, yo, how was that? He's like, bro, it's, it's amazing, you know? MLS, it's, it's first division. It's... It, the league is still growing, whatever, but I'm playing at home. I'm professional, fine, yeah. you know, making a little bit of money. I was like, oh, oh, wow. Like, okay, like, if I stay at Nacional, yes, like, is it going to take a little bit longer to make it to the first division? Probably. Um, so, and I wanted to play now, and I thought I was good enough to play now, and I saw the yeah. TFC was, was kind of struggling at the time. So I was like, yeah, maybe I can get myself in here, maybe. So I tried, I came back basically to try and get a trial and I didn't end up getting a trial. I was, I was promised a trial and, and it didn't happen. Wow. I was like, wow. then the door shuts on to go back to Nacional. They shut that oh, as I left. So now I'm stranded, like I'm, I'm stuck. Wow. But anyway, so I was nursing also injury. I had a little bit of like knee tendonitis and I was kind of nursing that. And then, yeah, so I, I needed to play. I needed to get back to playing. So I joined the CSL. I joined the SC Toronto. Um, yeah, yeah. Patrice Geyser was the coach. And, and I knew a guy that, um, that was training there. And he asked me if I wanted to go train. And I went only to go train. And he ended up saying, yo, why don't you, why don't you just play here? And I always had the mentality. I'm, I think I'm going to go back to Uruguay, not to Nacional, but another team. But it didn't happen. And I said, okay, I'll just, I'll play here. And yeah, I played, I, I played a CSL and man, it was good. It was good to, to, to get back into it, get back into playing games. And then. And the CSL it, at that point back then was a decent, was it was a decent level. It was a decent level. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was good. It was, it was good a level, good man. level. I mean, there was good teams. There was a TFC yeah. Academy. There was a Montreal Impact mm -hmm. Academy. There was a, uh, the Croatia and Serbian teams. Yeah, like, those guys were like stacked. Those guys, they're good. Those guys are ex-professionals. Yeah. Man. And like they're sick. So they're good. So it was a tough, it was not an easy league. And, yeah. and, and you yeah, were uh, you were rookie of the year, weren't you? Yeah, they they, they yeah. <laughs> it was my first year, so they they yeah, rookie of the year. I had a good like 
I came a little bit late into the season, but I, I ended up playing good. And so I got rookie of the year. So that was good. And then, and then, yeah, man, I tried to, that's when I, I had to get a hold of uh, Deech, Danny Dicchio. Yeah. And try and get myself into academy. And, bro, luckily, he let me come try out for a bit. And the rest is history, bro. <laughs> it's history, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how things work, you know, in football. Crazy, man. Everybody has a different story. And, and that's yeah. what, that's what makes it that's what makes it amazing no that's dope to hear man because yeah what you say is very different than you you have a very different story than a lot of guys that were right at the academy from the beginning like the ninos and ashton and stuff so yeah, it's yeah, dope yeah. to see another, another story like that bro but obviously talk about your time the early years there obviously you know fighting for minutes getting beginning uh starting to be a regular as a first team player and then of course these this run you guys were on these last few years obviously mls cups and champions league bro can i get into that too yeah, so the first year, obviously, I signed, and um, my goal was, you know, I was taking it step by step, just, you mm-hmm. know, had little goals towards the the top goal, which is to, you know, play all the time and, and win. But, you know, I came in, I had to earn my my way in training to come on as a sub. I came, made a few substitute appearances. Then uh, I scored a goal, made a, made a, my first start, and, um uh, I'll never forget my first start went horribly, horribly. Who were you playing? <laughs> so we played against FC Dallas, which yeah. was a, was a top team in the league in that year, and <laughs> they absolutely killed. They killed us the first half. Home or away? Home. We were home. It was a home game, and I think we we're losing two nil, maybe three nil. I think it was two nil in the half, but we got we got killed. <laughs> this is my first start. My first start. And I don't think I don't think I was the worst guy on the pitch. Yeah. But nobody was good. So the <laughs> so the so the the coach had to make a decision, and the, the easy decision was we got to take this rook out. We yeah, take this rook out. So I was subbed out at half, and and you know in most cases that could really like damage a young kid's a young morale. Player, but, yeah. but I was like, no, it's okay. You know, like I got over it. I kept making substitute appearances after that. Scored a goal. Scored a couple more goals, and then made my uh my breakthrough appearance which was against philadelphia and where i scored a goal and we were a man down we, we ended up tying the game just scored in the last minute we weren't a very good team that year but yeah but i had a good season so i had a good season that first year and then after that first year um it was sick because i was playing with all the all the young guys were still there like daniel ashton yeah. Beck, yeah. Kyle becker kyle becker yeah so it's, it's yeah. nice when you have those guys around you too it was, it, was a, it was a good atmosphere we weren't winning but it was uh as a young player it was nice you're playing with your friends like yeah um under you're all you're all you know you're all you've all made it at least mm-hmm. and um you know you're just trying to pick up each other and so it was that, that experience was cool and then and then the second year is when tfc started to get serious and they're like, no, now we're going to start, you know, to invest and, and we need to be a big club. And so after that second year, I saw the change and they, they brought in the fall. They brought in Bradley. Yeah. Uh, they brought in Joe Berto. It was, it was like a huge deal. And yeah. uh, it, 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 uh, the, the season was very up and down that season. We ended up firing our coach, uh, Ryan Nelson, yeah. uh, a little bit past halfway the season. And then that's when Greg Vanny took over. But that season was kind of too late. And then mm-hmm. the next season, we brought in uh, Jovinko and Altidore. And mm-hmm. from that point on, the, 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 the club was making small steps to becoming yeah. that, that, that they ended up becoming. And, and 
it was it was nice. It was nice to see those players come in. Like Ben Washeru came. Yeah, that was an amazing player to learn uh, learn off of for me. Um, like guys that have played in big clubs in yeah. Europe, you know, and you just see their mentality. You see how different they are, and, and so that that was good for me. All that was good for me. And at the time, you know, I was playing regular, playing regular, yeah. regularly. I made my I made a name for myself in in Toronto and in the league, and and then that's when we you know we built ourselves up into going into that first final. In, yeah. in Seattle, obviously, we we lose. I don't know how. I, um, well, we were there. We, we, we were there too. We don't know how. Crazy. It hurts me that you guys didn't get that one because you should have had two back to back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We should have had back to back, and so. But at the same time, you know, I, I would say like if we got that first one, I don't know if we get that second one. That's true because, because we came off of that season very very hungry, yeah. so hungry, and it led to the the trouble. So. Uh, who knows if you look at the games alone, then you would think that, yeah, we should at least have two out of three, yeah. against Seattle, you know, so okay. it, it's crazy, but it's football. And, uh, yeah, man, the, to see where the club is at now is, it is it's dope, right? Before this year, before this year was, yeah. was amazing. But bro, even for, like, even for me, like, cause I remember when we first started, like, those are like so dark those days, bro. Like to see yeah. where you guys took it. Like, I was so happy to see Ashley who had been there for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, bro. It's just like, man, yeah, it's crazy. Man, like, and the I, fans, of course. Yeah, the oh, the fans, like it changed, you know. Like they, yeah. they did renovations on the stadium, and then yeah. we, had, we had full stadium every game, and and now you, it was a football city, you know. Yeah, it was it was crazy to see that that evolution, and I I was there for a little bit of the dark days, and maybe yeah, not, you caught some of them. Not, yeah, maybe not like Ash and you and and Daniel, but um. I, I I did feel a little bit of yeah. it. So, so man, I can only imagine. It's 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 amazing. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm honestly blessed to to have been a part of that. Bro, amazing, bro. And how about even the, we gotta talk about you you've how crazy is that you've scored multiple goals at the Azteca, bro? And multiple, not <laughs> <laughs> bro, like multiple goals at the Azteca. <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's uh it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, honestly, man. Like, I, I, I'm super, like, I'm a football geek, I, I, I like to say. I do know a lot, and I watch a lot about football. Um, I just love it. And so the Azteca, obviously, everybody knows it for, you know, Pele lifting a World Cup there. Maradona lifted a World Cup there. It has so much history, so, so, so much history. It's a cathedral of football, you know. And it's crazy when you walk down the, the tunnel to go to the change room. It's a huge walk. It's a big yeah. walk, downhill walk. And there's like these plaques of all the teams and countries, clubs and countries that have played there and their games. And, and it's, it's crazy. It's just long, like huge. And then there's other, these, these other frames on the other side. They actually took them down, but there was these frames of like uh, past moments in the Azteca, like Pele's hand of God picture. Yeah, um, Pele lifting the World Cup there um there's a couple other moments uh like even big concerts it's just crazy that that stadium is is so historical you know so yeah then you know i played the first time we uh, score against a big club against america and we go through in the in the champions league like that was big but i would say like of the two the first one was kind of a gift to me it was a it was like a gift yeah the, the champions league one, but hey the champions league was a gift but whatever i put it in the net it was a goal bro yeah exactly so, you gotta put it in <laughs> 
Well, I would say the the one with Canada was is really special for me, man. Really, really, really special for me. Um, and so, yeah, personally, That's like, I, I was just happy to help the team. One, yeah, we tied the game, and I, I really didn't care to score in that game. I just I wanted to win that wanted, game. Yeah, to win that game, yeah. And but you know, so happened to be you know my opportunity, and and uh, and I took it, and and. And yeah, uh, I wish we won that game because we deserve to win with with how the team played. Um, you know that game, I think, really turned heads. It's you know showing the world that your know, Canada's here. Like they went to Azteca yeah. in the altitude and they just dominated. Dominated. They, they deserve to win against yeah. Mexico. So yeah, that was that was great to be a part of, man. The the second goal for me is is both goals. Both goals are special. But of course, yeah, with Canada too. Canada is, is crazy, man. I remember waking up. I woke up in the morning. I couldn't watch it. I checked like live score straight away, and I was like, "Fucking get in!" Also scored. Also, I was like, "Yo, I wish." I went watch the highlights like straight first thing in the morning. Yeah, uh, yo, it was crazy, man. Like, uh, I had to switch. Uh, it's it's crazy. I, I I really only enjoyed it for like the night. Cause then you had to switch your mentality. Yeah, because you guys had another yeah, game, right? Yeah, Jamaica away the next game, and um, so you kind of had to like switch right away. But um, yeah, that night was like crazy, like like normal, like your phone starts going off. Crazy, and, right? Yeah. Yo, what um before we finish, you got a couple more questions. What are like the conversations you're having with your, your pops, bro? When this kind of stuff is happening, what is he thinking? Your your parent, mom, and dad, like, must be crazy. yeah. Oh man, that's a great question. Like man you just they're proud you know they're yeah. they're proud I, I try not to let you know they there's there i have you know i've been blessed i have really great parents man mm-hmm. really great parents. and like there's they've been so supportive uh for me and a great example and so when things like this happen they're they're super proud but my dad's also not like bigging me up like you know he's keeping my good yeah yeah and I need that. I need that. So, um, but no, I, I think I always have these conversations with him. And obviously, you know, my, my dad is is my top guy ever, you know. And, and um, I think our conversation, I probably, what I'm looking most forward to is my conversation at the end of my career. When you're done. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's going to be like the most amazing conversation that I ever have, you know, because he knows, he's seen He's seen everything. Seen it all, right? Yeah. yeah right. So, but right now, man, you know, it's just about you know keep going, amazing. But uh, keep still going. a lot of work to do. Yeah. Still a lot to do. Still a lot to accomplish. And so, uh, yeah. yeah, man, that's 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 really how it is. That's sick. No, that's sick, bro. Very sick. All right. Before we go, we always finish with uh, some quick hitters for the guests. So it's unfortunate. Right. It's unfortunate we couldn't get any. We tried. I tried to get some from some some of the guys, but. Some of them are podcast friendly, so we, yeah. we, we couldn't do those ones. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but first one we got is best Colombian dish that you can make. That I can make? Yeah, if you can. Can you cook? Yeah, I cook a little bit. I cook a little <laughs> bit. Um, or your favorite I, then, your favorite one. My favorite dish, uh, uh, the, the Colombian empanada, but not mm-hmm. made by me, made by my grandmother. Okay. The best, the best, the best. I gotta, I gotta make, uh, have her make some for you guys sometime, man. Okay. So, uh, no, I'm gonna hold you to that. 
The best I know, I know Mike might need it because I know he's trying to impress a little Colombian lady in North London. So Mike might need the recipe. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bro. Why are you exposing this right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Favorite um, Toronto restaurant? Ooh. Man, it has to be. I really like Italian food, and, and my favorite restaurant is probably uh, it's called Noro. Yeah. In, um, there's two locations, one in Junction and one in Hillcrest, but okay. Noro is my favorite. And what do you what do you order drink wise? What are you a wine guy when you going out yeah. for drink? Your yeah, drink? yeah, red wine, red, red wine. wine. My favorite wine is uh, is Malbec. But actually, okay. uh, I've been getting into a Bordeaux, man. I really, really like Bordeaux. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bordeaux hit. I, I had Bordeaux. I only drank it when I was in Bordeaux for the Euros in like 2016. I was like just sipping Bordeaux out in Bordeaux. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, favorite road city in the league? Favorite road city in the league? Um, Could be either to like visit or to play against. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, damn. You know, I get always get asked this question. It's tough. Um, I mean, going to play LAFC was was sick. Yeah, that no, yeah. For the city and then and then stadium as well. LAFC yeah. was yeah. was pretty cool. Um, and then honestly, I really like the vibe in um Inter Miami. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, they had a super Latino vibe. Like, yeah, true. I was gonna say. It felt it's like I was nice. playing a game in Argentina. To be honest, that's sick. Really? Okay, no. Yeah, yeah. Probably those two. Um, do you have a? Well, it might have been that. Yeah, that first, first game. Like, welcome to the league moment. Maybe it's that first that first start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yo, I, maybe one before that. So my my debut, my debut. You got to play Roger Center, right? Roger Center. Roger Center debut. I came on. And we're playing against uh, the one of the best teams in the league, Sporting Kansas City. And they, they actually ended up winning that, that, that year. Uh, but we're playing a tough game, home opener, Roger Center. I come in and we're winning. We're at, we're winning 2-1. Yeah. And so it's my first game, Roger Center, family, friends, a pretty good crowd. Um so I'm nervous. <laughs> and honestly, I come on to just to hold the win, you know, like yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're holding on because they're pressing. And I'll ne- this is my, this was, this was, this could have gotten really bad. So <laughs> they have the ball in our end. I would say close to the, to the, to the, to the, to the sideline. Mm-hmm. And I'm pressing a guy and I'm, I'm off. I'm very energetic. It's my first game. I'm young. Like I'm, I have, I have a lot of energy. And I'm trying to give that to the team. Too much energy, though. Like an in, inexperienced player, I go to close down the guy, and I'm closing too, too, too hard. Yeah. And so it was—I forget who I fouled, but an experienced player. He slows down, gets his body in front of me. Boom, foul him. So I give them a, a good free kick opportunity, just there, just outside the box, yeah. towards the sideline. I'm like, oh shit! I'm just praying. <laughs> Don't let them score. Don't let them score. Don't don't let them score. Not on this play. Not on this play. And I remember the cross came in. We cleared it, but it went to their guy. It went straight to their guy. Their guy is alone. Oh, fuck. Half volleys it. Boom. Hits it well. Beats our goalkeeper. And luckily, there was, uh, I forget who was on the line, but somebody was on the line. Oh, God. 
and cleared it off the line. And I swear, my heart stopped. <laughs> it stopped until he cleared the line. I said, oh, my God. Yeah, we ended up winning that game, but that was my that was the like that's when I was like, oh shit, okay, like I'm in the league now. You're in the like, league now, bro. No, I mean sick. Yeah. So dope. Um, favorite uh, or a best uh, jersey swap if you've had one. Yeah. Um, I've gotten some good jerseys. Um, Just a few then, if you can. I yeah. didn't. My, my best one. My best one. Mm. Uh, I didn't give him my jersey. I got his. Um, Thierry Henry. Boy. That's a, fuck. Go. The goat. On the Red Bulls, bro. Crazy. Yeah, yeah Yo, man. Thierry Henry. Uh, that's my, that's like my childhood idol, bro. Yeah, bro. I remember getting him to shake his hand, bro. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Huge guy, too. Big, huh? Monster, man. Amazing. Big. Like to, to move the way he does, and bro, it's play different. Like, it, yeah, we've never seen someone like him, bro. Very different, bro. This guy is incredible. Very different, bro. I walk by his statue every time I go to Arsenal. Scary. <laughs> I even sometimes go have beers sitting with him. <laughs> bro, uh, the statue is probably as big as him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Probably the same size. <laughs> yeah, you said you're a big, obviously, a big soccer guy. You watch a lot of football. Like, who's your favorite player? Or players to like watch right now, right now, yeah. um, man, one, my favorite player right now to watch is Bernardo Silva. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say that too. Bernardo Silva, bro, right yeah. now he is like, oh, he's levels that guy, man. Oh, yeah, two weeks ago at Watford. Yeah, he was, was at Watford. Yeah, I was amazed. Yeah, man, he's amazing. Bernardo, um, I would say, uh, obviously Mo Salah is on fire right now. Uh, um, I really like the kid from Barcelona. Uh, oh, Pedri? No, not Pedri. Well, he's good too. He's great. But uh, Gavi, the seventeen. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Plays, he plays with his shoes uh, untied because yeah, bro, it's not... <laughs> bro, crazy. Uh, I really enjoy that kid. That kid, he's okay. he's good. But for sure, right now, Bernardo for me is. Yeah, no, he's one of the best right now. On a different level. Him and Salah are just on a different level. Yeah, yeah. All right, and how about, do you have a favorite boot all time? Yeah, actually. Uh, <laughs> the, um, I like that excitement. Yeah, no. yeah, because you know why? I They need to bring them back. It's the, the Nike, the CTRs. Oh, Ooh. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was my favorite boot, so... Um, I was when I was with Nacional, we played. Uh, I got to play in a sick tournament. It was, it was basically it was Copa Libertadores. You guys know Copa Libertadores, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was a, it was the first first ever under twenty Copa Libertadores, mm. first ever, and it was in uh, Lima, Peru. So I got selected for Nacional, and um, so I was down there. And while I was down there, um, we stayed in a hotel that was kind of connected to this mall, sick mall, and there was a boot store. And I saw the CTRs blue, blue CTRs because we, Nacional was blue, white. Blue. So I got the, the the blue ones. My best boot ever. Man. Bro, ever. A lot of people like those, bro. I never wore them, but oh, I know people love them. Those were amazing. They're like light, pretty light. Leather. I like that leather, though. I like they're that. Leather. They're still leather. And yeah, um, yeah there's something about those shoes that I, that I love, man. I love those shoes. Okay, yeah, cool. I never understood why they stopped making those. I know, and 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 even or even like uh, like the prototype, like there's no yeah. more. Like obviously they always change. Yeah, of course. But I feel like 
you know the ctrs they should have they should have kept that one no, should have yeah just changed like maybe the style but like the the, the boot yeah stay the same and just do different colors or something but yeah man that 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 boot for me the top that's a good one that's up you with, are you with nike right now i am i am i am with nike i wear the the vapor make yeah. some phone I, calls also make some phone calls yeah, i know there. tell them to send you some <laughs> I don't. I don't got that poor, and I keep Because <laughs> if I did, trust me, that call would have been made. <laughs> you said you wear the vapors now. Yeah, I wear the. I wear the vapors. Yeah, uh, I, I have a. I have a pretty like, uh, narrow, narrow foot. foot. Yeah. So the vapors for me, good. So, all right. Last one before we let you go, bro. We always ask uh, the guys, the soccer boys we have on here. We need a a starting eleven. Of players you've played with let's start oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. keeper uh, the, the striker first you can tell us your formation if you want and let's hear it okay oh all right um this can be favorite teammates this can be you know just to make it easier yeah okay yeah um i'll play uh a four um like a, a four two three one Okay. okay. For more, or I guess more of a four-two-two, but like with a second striker. Yeah. Um, my top, my top strikers, honestly. Um, damn, you know, I played with good strikers, really good strikers. Played with um, a lot. Damn. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Start from the back, maybe start from keeper. Is that easier? Yeah, the best keeper I played with, uh, I'm gonna put. I played him with him for six months, but I have to put him is Julio Cesar. Oh yeah, Julio. yeah, Yo. Julio, yeah. Okay. Julio Cesar is my yeah. keeper. Uh, my right back. Um, I'm gonna put my guy Richie there. Yes, sir. I'm gonna put Richie there. Um, my center backs. I'm gonna put. Um, Uh, I'll I'll put uh I'll put Daniel there. I'll put Daniel yeah. there. Um, Daniel, and I'll try and pick somebody that I played uh, at the club with. Probably uh actually you know I really like this guy, great guy, and he was a great player for us. Uh, Drew Moore. Bro, I was gonna say you know I think Ash and Richie picked him, bro. They just say oh, he's a good guy. Just say he's a oh, great guy. Great guy, great player. Yeah. Um. Wow, amazing man. Amazing. Yeah, solid. Okay. Um, left back. Um, I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put my guy, my guy Ash. Yeah, of course. Um okay, my two midfielders. This is tough, man, because I Remember, play with you can pick yourself. Yeah, yeah, you can be in there too. Yeah, you actually you should be in there. No, no, I'm the coach. Okay. <laughs> I'm the coach. I'm the coach. Uh, <laughs> my my center midfielders, man. Um, I'm gonna pick uh, Benoit Cheru. Benoit. And my other midfielder, man. I played with some good midfielders, bro. Um, oh, I'm gonna put Jules. Yeah. Oh, gee. Mm, wow, wait, hold on. 
coming off the bench then, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna put Jules. I'm gonna put Jules. Okay. Jules or Atiba. They they yeah, true. Yeah, they're they, both they, they switch, you know. Yeah. Um okay, and then my wingers, my my outside midfielders. Um I'm gonna put Fonzie. Yeah. Alfonso. And I'm gonna put Tejan, man, because those bro. two are on problem. Yeah, those two are on smoke, bro. Tejan, because you know what? For me, obviously, you've heard about Fonzie. I didn't ever heard about Tejan until maybe six, seven months ago, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. And like to see what he's been doing, and I'm excited to go see uh, what he does in Belgium, bro. That kid is, bro, problem, man. problem, bro. Yeah, <laughs> problem, big problem. Bro, and, and and my up top, um, my second striker is gonna be Jovinko. And then my top striker, man, again, I'll have a rotation of uh, Kyle and uh, Joe David. Bro, that's, a, that's a squad. Squad, man. <laughs> that's a squad. That might be the best squad we've around. heard. That might be the best squad we've heard so far, bro. I am playing around. <laughs> that was tough. Well, there's, there's so many. There's so I've many. I know you've, you've played, played with a lot of ballers. Um, I've enjoyed playing with so many, like, yeah, even in the middle, like, I play with Michael Bradley. Yeah. Liam is a great, is going Liam to be. Is, uh, I'm excited to see where he, the game takes him too. Yeah. Uh, Victor Vasquez. I don't know. You know, yeah. that's one of my favorite players yeah. that I played with. Uh, also, he was on the team for a bit. Um, Gregory Vanderweel. Yeah. Ah, true. Yeah, yeah. Like so many, man. There's so three, many. There's too so many. many. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to miss anybody, but yeah, bro. Crazy. That's my <laughs> But that's now, bro, in the coach. Yeah, I know. That's not. That's not. That's a nice team to coach, man. Put them on the field. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I don't coach. I just do whatever yeah, you just watch. <laughs> Get it done. Not, but now, also, bro, I appreciate you taking some time, bro. And um, we're really excited to see. It's a big year, obviously, for yourself. Not only yourself, but um, for Canada soccer, TFC, and everything. So we're excited to see see what you guys got coming, man. But now we're it's it's gonna be exciting year. Exciting year, twenty twenty. Yeah, 2022, man. sorry. I know. Fuck, who knows, bro? I'm still stuck at COVID, man. I forget what year it is, bro. I hear you, bro. Hear you. <laughs> but now, oh, bro, thanks. Stay- oh, sorry. thanks for having me, man. Thanks no, for of course, yeah. Hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll have you. Maybe we'll have you back again sometime. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Anytime. So, yeah, stay Probably. safe, bro. Stay healthy, man, and uh, we'll talk soon, bro. You too, you too. You guys stay All safe. Right. Take care. All right, just outside podcast, me, Mike Pavella, signing off. I will see y'all soon.